turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Talking money, investing, and more. Show dedicated to getting your retirement. It used to be a show dedicated to tech stocks and growth stocks. But that's not quite the right environment right now. Also, it kind of misses the big picture, all things considered. Speaking of big pictures, let's bring in CFP Chad Burton. NewFocusFinancial.com. You heard him here this morning from 6 to 7 on AM 1220 KDOW. How are you, Mr. Burton? Good, man. You're really bringing back the memories with the show dedicated to tech stocks and growth stocks. I think that was what you, what was it? You pounded the table, tech is dead, tech is dead, and had the one famous call on with that the lady the, that kept that, that asking was, about. Excited home. Um, that was at the end of the tech rally. <laughs> that was my, I knew things were over kind of thing. But Yeah, so we that was a show like, just like that for a long time, right? Yeah, you know, it was a good, probably, six-year run there. Uh, yeah. But, again, it, things do change. And, uh, you know, early on in my career, I was, you know, kind of the, the tech guy. Because you and I kind of grew up in that time frame where you might have had a ColecoVision or Intellivision. And I had an Atari. And you would go to the arcade. I'd go to the arcade. That's where I had my my, my game with with young ladies back then was, like, hey, I could play Pac-Man. I could, I could do Donkey Kong for hours. <laughs> that doesn't quite... Um, how shall we say hook them anymore? No, I don't think so. Yeah, it's fair enough. <laughs> so, oh, man, Mr. Burton, we have a big... Hanging out, hanging out in the arcade. Oh, it's good times. Good times. Yeah. Uh, kind of a dream job when you're like seven or eight, thinking that one day you'll own an, <laughs> ar- an arcade. But we digress. Talk about the future. Um, I'm 10, 15 years from retirement. And uh, it's got me a little bit scared because I don't know. I, I know that I spend too much money on a day-to-day basis. And when that paycheck stops coming in, I'm a little freaked out about that transition of how do I get my budget in balance with what I have and with Social Security. Um, so i got to start thinking about income and retirement. Speaking about Social Security, I had a guy send me an email yesterday. Not a lot of information, but he said, 
I'm thinking about taking Social Security as soon as I can because I may not live those extra eight years to get the higher payout. Um, It's tough because I don't know his age. I don't know his income. I don't know his budget. I don't know his weight. I don't know his hereditary issues. He's going to live a long time. Mm -hmm. Is he not? How often do you get emails like that? And what do you tell someone when it's so incredibly vague? Well, yeah. I mean, the the first thing you have to find out is on that scenario, are they married? Um, and what yeah, I need the statements from both people. I need to know if the spouse had any working history to see what's going to happen when the guy dies. Because, look, if you're single and your health is very poor, you're doubtly, you know, doubtfully going to live past age 80, by all means, take it early. Enjoy it. I mean, nobody else is depending on you when you pass away. The only time that you have to wait is that if you take Social Security before your full retirement age. So if you take it at 62, but you're still earning money, uh-huh. you can get massive penalties and taxes on it. So even if you're not healthy, you still might want to wait if you're in that situation. But if you're married, we've, we've had people that have very low life expectancy still wait till they're 70 because when they pass away, their spouse is going to keep that bigger check. So you have to do that. That's one of the 10 pillars of retirement income planning is to make sure you're planning for your surviving spouse. So many second marriages and such wide ranges of ages between spouses lately. You're, you're kind of making one financial plan into two financial plans because there's a whole life after the first death. This is where financial planning gets tricky, in my opinion, because I'm in a situation where I'll probably die earlier than you. I think we both um, have spouses and loved ones that are um, awesome, but probably healthier lifestyles than you and I. Uh, mine, because I'm abusive and I don't sleep well. And uh, uh, you, because <laughs> I ski into a tree one day. Um, but with that being said, you have to think about the other ones, right? The spouses. Um, both of our loved ones are pretty calm and, and low blood pressure type of people. So they're going to live a long time. Yeah, that's that's definitely very true. Much more calm than I am, that's for sure. Uh, and I've got a wide range in kids, too. I've got a 2-year-old and an 18-year-old, so there's different college issues there. So everybody's different. That's why I love this job so much, because the people's issues can be so different. Um, it's never boring, that's for sure. Do me a favor and have one more kid in about 12 years, <laughs> just to make your whole uh, <laughs> holiday season. Like, which one's your grandson? <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I'm off LBA topic. Had a, yeah, go ahead. Uh, let's not talk about LB. <laughs> off topic. Uh, Ten Pillars Retirement Income Planning Seminar. It is right around the corner. Thursday, June 28th, 630 to 830. Palo Alto Elks Lodge. Palo Alto, California. Great parking. Registration is $25. Income in retirement. Chad and I have been kind of like you know telling you that like, we're two different people. So you got to look at income and retirement as something that's crafted for you. CFP Chad Burton and myself will be there reducing risk with diversification, portfolio structuring, Trump markets, Trump stocks, things along those lines will all be talked about. You can sign up at Rob Black Show or Rob Black Show or newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. Use code radio25. Let's talk about tricks lately. Uh, brokerage links, mega Roths, service rollovers. Uh, do we have time to hit that ever so briefly? Um, yeah, sure. I mean, I've been doing the last two shows in the morning at 6 a.m. I've talked about uh, Mega Backdoor Roth IRA, which many plans, for example, like the Microsoft plan, allows you easily to contribute. If you max out the deferral portion of the 401k, plus you have some employer match, there's some after-tax dollars that you can get into the plan and have that converted every quarter, if you want, into the Roth side of the 401k. 
and you won't pay taxes on those contributions when it goes into the Roth side, and all of a sudden you have this mega Roth, you know, $20,000 a year that you're getting into a tax-free account. Um, and in-service rollovers, that has to do with your over 59 and a half. Many plans allow to roll money out into an IRA if you want different management, different funds, if you're trying to do in-plan Roth conversions, those types of things. Um, and then there's brokerage links accounts, which and that, that comes into play, Rob, when we have clients that are closer to retirement. They need better bond choices in their 401k, because that's where a lot of 401ks are weak in a rising rate environment, is horrible bond choices. They just have index bond funds, and I don't want to own index bond funds in a rising rate environment. So brokerage link account allows you to have more access to more choices inside your 401k. So this is what you do for a living. You're a certified financial planner. People can find out more information about you at newfocusfinancial.com. They can come out to the event Thursday in Palo Alto. What is a service rollover? I'm not quite sure so I'm familiar with that term. It's, a, it's an in-service rollover. It means that you're still working for the company, but that 401k plan allows you to roll money out tax-free into an IRA. So, again, it's for if you, if you don't like the choices in your 401k, they're either too expensive or not enough choices, and you want somebody else to maybe manage it for you, um, or you want to do it on your own, which, you know, don't start day trading your 401ks, you get close to retirement. You can do an in-service rollover. Or if the 401k plan allows you to do after-tax contributions but not convert it inside the plan, if you're over 59 and a half, you can take those after-tax contributions, roll it into an IRA or into a Roth IRA, essentially, without paying taxes. On the on those contributions, so a little bit of a trick there. So we've got about thirty five seconds left. So I'll say we'll talk to you soon, and we'll see you soon. We're going to be doing the Ten Pillars of Retirement Income Planning Seminar, Palo Alto Elks Lodge. People can find out more about New Focus Financial and CFP Chad Burton by going to newfocusfinancial dot com. It's newfocusfinancial dot com. There's a lot of free downloadables, a lot of good things, including an outline of the speech from the Ten Pillars of Retirement Income Planning Seminar. While you're signing up, you can use the code RADIO25 for radio listeners to get in for free at 630 to 830 Thursday, June 28th at the Palo Alto Elks Lodge. Go to newfocusfinancial.com and use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Facebook is grounding their fleet of high-flying drones that would have been beamed broadband, broadband internet by high-frequency radio signals to all corners of the globe. Companies like Google and Facebook, they get a product that works well, and they start thinking, what can we do to come up with another product that works well? And what could be the next big moonshot? Because we're already big. How do we get bigger? Facebook even had a commercial, I believe, during a Super Bowl, or it felt like a Super Bowl commercial, 
where they showed these drones getting internet to all parts of the world. And basically it was a, I don't want to say self-powered because it was solar powered, you know, drone that would fly around in circles way up in the sky and beam radio signals to all corners of the globe. Solar-powered Aquila aircraft featuring the wingspan of a Boeing 737 was part of the social networking giant's ambitious efforts to get Internet access to the 3.8 billion people in the world who don't have it. So there was a Facebook satellite that was aboard a SpaceX Falcon 9 that was destroyed in takeoff. So right now, they've decided we want to focus the next set of engineering and regulatory challenges um, into their business model. And they want to think about it a little bit more. So they haven't given up on this, but they're cutting 16 employees and the head of the project. So let's just say it didn't quite pull together. Is that fair? Now, I was listening to some radio people the other day talk about millennials. They didn't know what a millennial was. It was fantastic. Um, Because it just, again, shows you that we live in this world of, like, old farts who don't quite know, you know, what they're talking about, per se. Right? And uh, there was a survey released by Bank of America. And they have a trust unit called uh, a unit called U.S. Trust, which shows that, you know, it, it talks about millennials a lot. Rich millennials buy more stocks, but they don't rely on them is the, is the headline. They asked nearly a thousand adults with at least three million dollars in investable assets about their investment preferences and whether or not they would be inclined to sell in the market dips. Most high net worth people are good to ask questions of because they've kind of accumulated wealth, which is the goal, right? So 40% of people say they would make no changes in their portfolio if the market declined by 10% or more. And 42% of them said a 10% correction would be a buying opportunity. So people are buying stocks and holding them. Millennials keep more in cash, but have become more aggressive in equities over the past year. They've slashed their cash holdings from 46% a year ago down to 21%. Interest in property investment has dropped significantly. So the I'm going to make money on real estate is gone. The number of millennials who want to own real estate, who are interested in it currently, dropped from last year at 68% down to 48% this year. That's a pretty big drop. Doesn't mean that you know either side won't you know muster up the gravy and uh, throw down SmackDown so they can get into the real estate market when push comes to shove or when baby needs a new crib or mama needs a yard or daddy needs a... Uh, uh, barbecue. Just throwing it out there. So millennials are important to watch and pay attention to, in my opinion. So we go back to probably the story of the day being the stock market and what's happening with China and what's happening with rhetoric on trade. Dow up almost exactly what it was down yesterday at this point in time in large part because the rhetoric has gotten a little bit nicer and also Facebook, Amazon, Netflix and Alphabet all trade tire buy on the dip is alive and well the government of the United States of America 
has said that they're going to strengthen com- the Committee on Foreign Investment in the United States to deal with concerns on foreign purchases of domestic technologies. That whole ZTE. Um, merge and acquisition between big Chinese teleco, telco and American telco equipment. Um, so the president's hiding behind something that restricts investment in technology firms by Chinese companies. And there's a rule called CIFIS. And Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin went on Squawk Box this morning to discuss it and how technology is transferred between the two parties and how it's overwatched in situations along those lines. So that, that, that's got everyone feeling a little bit better. California is doing something kind of interesting. Do you remember when Arnold Schwarzenegger was the governor? Not only were you discussing splitting into three states in the upcoming election. Think about Britain leaving the uh, EU. We're now starting to talk about California splitting into three states. Is it three states? Yes. Is it hurt and the ability to govern... Uh, a problem because of the size of the state and the population of the state is so random when you compare Southern California to Northern California to Central California. So in a breakup, what I love is what's being proposed is Northern California gets Tahoe. I'm like, fine, that's that's a deal. You can keep your stupid San Diego. We don't want it. So that's out there. Now, okay, so... That's going to be on the November ballot, right? Tell me, are you going to be focused on Wall Street when that happens, or are you going to be focused on the hilarity that's going on in California? Because there's also another thing on the California ballot. So do you remember when Schwarzenegger wrote the, let's repeal the car tax? I'll be back. Do you remember that? And he actually became governor of California. He said, I'm going to be the governor who looks with Democrats, and I'm going to be the one who looks with Republicans. I'm going to bridge the gap with my celebrity. Ah, we won't go to the chapel until we're done. Uh, so his whole shtick on the, you know, repealing the... Californians paid a lot of money to register a car every year. It's kind of like a sin tax. If you're going to pollute the country and the state, and you're going to damage the roads that have to be repaired, you're going to pay... 600 bucks or more. Like, he's like, whoa. So you got Schwarzenegger cutting that, but now there's a proposition to repeal California's gas tax, which would be one of the most costly statewide measures on the November ballot and potentially push GOP and moderate voters to the polls for the midterm congressional elections. No one likes paying taxes. And that's that's a Republican rally right there. That's saying, let's get the let's get as many Republicans going because the Democrats want to spend the money per se. Now again, I'm not. I'm, I'm telling you, that's what the popular media is saying. That's not my my opinion, or maybe it is. Point being is that uh, that's going to be a big one. Could you imagine shelling out forty cents, fifty cents, sixty cents less per gallon? Will that get you to vote? We'll promise that we'll fix the roads, but we don't know how. Big event coming up Thursday, 638 30 Palo Alto Elks Lodge. You can go to Rob Black's show, use the code radio25 to sign up for free. Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money. On AM 1220, KDOW. 
back in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Big event coming up Thursday evening, right around the corner, like tomorrow night. We're going to talk about 401ks, in-service rollovers, mega Roths. We're going to talk about income and retirement. You can sign up and learn more information in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. It's free to get in with code RADIO25. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Love to see you there. Um, you know, it's one of the more interesting events for me because, again, it's I feel how long are we going to be doing this, right? How long do we have until we lose our edge in investing and saving money and building up uh, assets to build income in retirement? Let's get a phone call, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Andrew and Martinez. Andrew, what's up? Hey, how you doing, Rob? Hey, um, wanted to get your opinion on a couple of stocks. I purchased some calls on these stocks a few months ago, back in February or so, and now I'm wondering if I should um, sell them to close or maybe exercise and hold them long term. Uh, the first stock Let's just is pick Care one. Trust. Pardon? Care Trust. Let's just pick E-T-R-E. one. R E. Yeah. yeah. The, is that one which you own? Okay. Uh, I have calls on it, so I have oh, that's the what you said, yeah. option to own. If I exercise. So what, what's your goal? Um, well, long term, I'm looking, I'm a long term investor, so I'm looking to, uh, you know, make money long term. Um, but at the same time, this, this stock has gone up in the past few months. So I'm just kind of thinking, should I uh, sell the um, um, option, take Cover. money, short term gain, or maybe exercise for the long term hold? I just wanted to get your yeah. opinion on what, what you thought of the, the company. Thanks for the call. Care Trust is a fine company. When you're talking about REITs, real estate investment trusts, you're talking about typically buying them for income-generating purposes and not necessarily uh, growth of the equity. Um, so I, I think that should be kind of like thrown out there first and foremost in your head that you're really comfortable with that. Um you had a good trade. I think that was probably the goal because you bought options. And um, I tend to say stick with what you bought it for. And I know that sounds a little confusing because it's a good quality name for the long-term patient holder. It pays a nice dividend yield. It is competing with higher interest rates right now, which is a bit of a negative. It is competing with holding those gains. Holding the gains are competing with higher interest rates, holding those gains are competing with a stock market that's a little bit on the tired side, um, but that just honestly won't seem to give up, right? Um, for better or for worse. I would say if you bought it because of a trade and you got that trade, don't put yourself in a position of looking back and saying, I just turned a trade into an investment. So it's kind of a rule of stick with what you got. Care Trust Real Estate Investment Trust is ticker symbol CTRE. Um, it's out of San Clemente, California. I don't see this stock all that often. It's not like well known. It's not going to be on the headlines of the Wall Street Journal or CNBC. It's a self-administrated real estate trust. It acquires and leases senior health care properties. Not going to go out of business. Well, it could go out of business with like something improper happening. Let's say a shooting on the grounds or, you know, 
dead people ending up, old people ending up dead during a storm being left or something like that could always ruin the group. But you're talking about 100 skilled nursing, assisted living, and independent living facilities, 10,000 operational beds, a lot of concentration in Texas and California, which that, that's, that brings up a hell of a question about income and retirement is affording the ability to live at a place like this. My mother lives in a retirement home. That's a good $90,000, $80,000 a year. So I mean, it could be more. This is a company that has you know good gross profit of about 10% operating income that's solid that they share back with you, the shareholder. Um, and like I said, we're getting older as a society, so it seems to be at the right place at the right time. But then again, like you're asking really two very big different kind of questions, right? Short term, you have a gain. It's almost like if you were to say, Rob, we're going to go to Vegas, and I'm going to get on the table, and I'm going to do blackjack, and if I win $200, let me walk away. $2,000, whatever. And I'm like, okay, so you're up 2000 walk away. And you're like, but, but if I stay here longer, maybe the gains will continue. In the end, I'm also guessing, I think it was Andrew, I'm guessing that you only have so much time to watch your stocks that you need to be careful not to put yourself in the position of, I know a lot of people that buy tech stocks that when they went down, they just kept playing the game instead of walking away. Um, so back to care trust, if you take a look at the income in 2013, you're talking about 42 million dollars. If you take a look at their income in 2017, you're talking about 140 million. That's a damn good move. Their cash flow is awesome, which is something you look for in a company who pays a dividend. Uh, you want to watch their debt to make sure that they're not issuing debt or shares to pay their dividend. They are not always ideal. CTRE. Um, but their current liabilities are going lower. Their long-term debt's going lower. I like what I see as a long-term patient investor. I'm not an options guy. And Andrew, if you've listened to the show long enough, you know that I try not to get people involved in situations where they can hurt themselves. Um, short-term calls and puts can hurt people. You have a winner. But I, I, I'd be very careful because I don't think most people understand what the heck they're doing. As far as the valuation on CTRE, it's a little bit pricey for sure uh, because it's had a pretty good year. If you go back, um, to the start of the year, you know, it's the best way of saying it going from roughly, you know, I think about 16, 15 to about 17, but at one point in time it fell as low as 13. But as companies who are real estate investment trust fall, if they've got the cash flow to pay their dividend yield, their dividend and how much it yields to you, it can kind of create a situation where suddenly it's paying 5% or 6%. The lower it goes, the amount of shares you own, the amount of dollars of the company, you get a bigger pay out of the dividend because the dividend's set at 82 cents a share. So if it goes from 17 bucks a share down to 16 bucks a share, it creates a much nicer scenario. I'd say, you know, short term, it's it's... It's a pricey company with a nice dividend and a good visible business model, but it is competing against higher interest rates. So what does that mean? 
Um, with CTRA Care Trust, you're getting 4.89% to hold it. Let's say you want it to hold it for 10 years. You get 4.89% and you look, take a look at the 10-year treasury. Let's say it's roughly at, I haven't looked at it today, but it's been having a problem getting above three. Let's see where it's at. Uh, 285. Would you rather have 285 dividend yield over the next 10 years with almost no risk to your equity or 4.89% with risk to your equity? Your $100 a share or your $100 of government debt issuance, which would you rather have? It begs the question, right? 2.85 isn't going to beat much of inflation. 4.89 is going to beat inflation, probably, but not by a whole heck of a lot. Um, And it's going to expose your equity to risk. As long as you're comfortable with it, I'm good with it. But again, I think the gist of your question really comes back down to was, what did he buy it for? And I think you bought it for a trade. Keep it as a trade. And again, I'm just talking to you as a friend. Consult a broker advisor for taking action on the stock expansion. I'm only talking to you as someone who says, like, be smart. Uh, weekly mortgage applications fell sharply as potential home buyers dropped out. Home buyers are pulling away from the summer's expensive and competitive housing market, even as interest rates settle. Mortgage rates haven't moved much at all in the last few weeks, despite some trade tensions. And a pullback in the stock market. I'm seeing a lot of familiar names on Wall Street today higher. And when I say familiar names, I'm talking like Microsoft, Disney, Nike, Wells Fargo, Google, Apple. I'm interested to see what happens with AMC now that 21st Century Fox and Disney and uh, Comcast are all in play. Companies like World Wrestling Entertainment. Their deals that they're announcing with Comcast and NBC Universal and 21st Century Fox are better than expected. And again, if AMC's in play and Comcast is in play and 21st Century Fox is in play, because we all want eyeballs, well, we, I don't know, investors want eyeballs, I think the WWE has a chance. Right? Anyhow, uh, kids, the kids are watching it, you know? It doesn't go away just because you don't like Hulk Hogan or because Hulk Hogan got fat. That's not fat. He's just big boned. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. It's Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Big event coming up Thursday evening. That's tomorrow night in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. You can use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. That's RADIO25 to get in for free. Last taboo was shattered by her tongue one night. Mimi brought the taboo back and held it up for the light. Marilyn, who knew no shame, was never, ever satisfied. Julie came and went so fast she didn't even say goodbye. Sleeping in the clothes you love. It's such a shame we have to see them, but shame we have to see them. But Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back again, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. California's gas tax repeal measure has made the fall ballot and could boost GOP candidates. This is going to be an interesting one. In large part, it's a costly measure. 
but it appeals to the common man. It, it goes back to that populist thing where Bernie Sanders wanted to give you free health care. Someone wants to give you free cable TV. Who are you going to vote for? If someone wants to give you cheaper gas, do you vote with your wallet and or not? This is stuff CFP Chad Burton and I will be talking about tomorrow night, Thursday, in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. You can check out more information by going to newfocusfinancial.com, newfocusfinancial.com, and uh, brushing up there. Chad, ever the populist, aren't you? Uh, You'll say what people want to hear. Sure. Uh, What do you want to hear? Sure. Tell me me about your mother. (laughs) I'm 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 totally kidding. That's what Freud would ask you. Um, So we got a big event coming up Thursday night in Palo Alto. That's tomorrow night, uh, 630 to 830. You can use the code RADIO25. Sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Let's talk about different types of accounts. What controls? uh, How do you allocate into each different types of account in retirement? Because... you know, when you're younger, it's accumulation. You can you can mess it up, but it's tough to to mess up accumulation if you're doing a good job. Yeah, I mean, I, younger people should really balance that accumulation though between the pre-tax side of the 401k and the Roth side of the 401k, um, because they're at a low tax bracket when they get out of college, and they're hopefully going to be at a higher one later. So, funding the Roth early is really important under the current tax structure that we have, even in California. Um, so there might be the right number. That's one question that younger people should ask their CPAs. But there's a lot of people right now that are retiring with the majority of their assets in their 401k. Um, and that one's easy. You just have a certain amount of safe money and then an asset allocation that's right for you. But if you have, you get into retirement, you have some, you've saved some money outside of retirement accounts. You have 401ks, you have Roth IRAs. You're going to have an asset allocation for each account. And what controls that asset allocation is how much money you're going to draw from each account. And so you have to do some financial planning, some cash flow, tax analysis, Social Security analysis, before you can figure out what your asset allocation looks like. Because you might come to the point where I need to draw fifty grand a year out of my IRAs and seventy five from my taxable accounts. So inside your IRAs, you're going to have 150000 safe, very, very safe. And then and an asset allocation that's right for you. So it's really how much you're going to draw out of an account determines the start of your asset allocation, which is safe money plus then how much you have in stocks, bonds, real estate, commodities, things like that. All good stuff. It's a little bit complicated in my opinion because I just want to watch baseball. If you know what I'm saying, it's getting to the financial decisions and taking that decision it, it, it's it's work, so be ready for it, right? Yeah, it's kind of like, and, and that's, I guess, where we differ, because I love to play baseball. I don't like to watch it. It's boring. I like to get into the weeds and actually get into the details and, and, and play. Good for you. I'm proud of you. Once again, <laughs> one-upping one me. So I like to fall asleep on the couch while watching baseball after eating corn chips all day. Yep. Um, so let's talk about let's talk about safe money in your four hundred one k. Is that a good idea or a bad idea? Because isn't it already ready, kind of protected with, um, you know, tax situations and scenarios? Safe money in four hundred one k is an IRAs. Good idea, bad idea, and how did you do it? Well, yeah, four hundred one k and IRAs are great because they grow tax deferred, but then it becomes an asset that has one of the largest liabilities that comes along with it, and that's taxes that you pay on it. Um, so that has to be calculated in your cash flow. And also, what you need to have in any account is if you're going to... Money that you need in the next three years should not be invested. 
because rates are going up, bonds could go down. Rates are going up, stocks could go down. Who cares if you miss out on a little bit of upside? You don't want to get hit with the downside on the money you need in the next three years. It should be safe. So people always ask, you know, okay, what do I put? How do I get safe money in my IRA? Because they think of stocks and bonds. You can get CDs inside your IRA. If you have a, an IRA account at TD Ameritrade, Schwab, Fidelity, whoever, they have CDs that you can buy from dozens of different banks around the country inside the account. So, you let's say you're going, if going back to that example, you need 50 grand a year out of that 401k. Maybe you have 50,000 in cash inside the IRA, and then another 100,000 in a 12-month CD that you roll over all the time. Um, or you can go to places like Synchrony Bank that has CDs for IRAs, 2.45% for 14 months. Um, so there's different ways to get the safe. No, it's not, not bad. It's not great. I mean, you know, when I got into business, that rate would have been about 6%. Um, which helped people that are in retirement. But it's getting better. Those are the kind of rates that tick up. Does 6% when you got in make it you an old man? Or does it mean that the 6% CDs are long gone and don't expect them to come back anytime soon because they drop so fast? I think it's a little bit of both. It makes me feel a little thinking about my first mortgage at 8.1%. Ain't that the truth? So it does make you feel a little old when you're like, you're trying to explain to people. Yeah, yeah. There used to be things, you know, eight percent mortgages. <clears throat> I think I had a, I had a second at like nine percent, and the first was like at seven uh, on my first mortgage. And again, that just goes to show you, I used a second as my down payment. Things that you don't do anymore, things do change. So CFP Chad Burton's going to be tomorrow night at Palo Alto Elks Lodge talking income and retirement. Let's talk a little bit more about people having, you know, the past is perfect in twenty twenty hindsight. High pain dividend stocks as bond alternatives. Does that continue or should we be wise and diversify? Well, you think you can look at the consumer staples sector. That was an area where people were buying these Band-Aid stocks, these cereal stocks, um, you know, laundry soap stocks and, and basically saying, oh, these are safe investment. They're safe companies. They have a high dividend. Forget bonds. I'm just going to buy those. And that paid off for a couple of years. But SP 500 is slightly positive for the year. That sector is down over 8% right now. Um, and if rates can maybe some value, up, there's still pressure. With that? Maybe some value? Uh, soon. Uh, a couple of stocks, okay. yes, but not the whole sector. Let's throw, <clears throat> come meet Chad Burton. Thursday night, 6.30 to 8.30 in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge, Income in Retirement. You can go download the 10 Pillars of Income in Retirement at newfocusfinancial.com while signing up. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Newfocusfinancial.com. Hi, I'm Rob Black, host of Rob Black and Your Money. Time for another learning event. Thursday, June 28th, 6.30 to 8.30, Palo Alto Elks Lodge, 10 Pillars of Retirement Income Planning Seminar. Head to robblackshow.com to sign up. Registration is $25, but free for radio listeners. Use the code RADIO25 at robblackshow.com. Retirement planning is more complicated than ever. It can be hard to even know where to begin. But focusing on just a few essential issues can increase your chances of enjoying a secure future. CFP Chad Burton will discuss the issues that can affect your retirement plan, including reducing risk with diversification, bond alternatives, retirement products that make sense, how to rebalance your portfolio in retirement, portfolio structuring, asset allocation, much, much more. I'm going to discuss market condition, favorite sectors, dividend stocks to consider, and recent world events and how they affect your portfolio. What? 10 Pillars of Retirement Income Planning Seminar. When? Thursday, June 28th, 630 to 830. Where? 
Palo Alto Elks Lodge. Head to robblackshow.com to sign up. Registration is $25, but free for radio listeners if you use the code radio25 at robblackshow.com.